What's up, everyone? Welcome to The Balance Show. We believe that the key to life is balance. Finding the balance between discipline and freedom, ambition and contentment. The perfect balance is unique to each individual. We are your hosts, Taylor, Chloe, and Steve, and we're here to help you find your balance. What's up, guys? It's me and my sister, Chloe, today. We are talking about a very special topic, self-confidence. We go over the first moments of feeling insecure and feeling a lack of self-confidence. We go over feeling like an outsider and then making that transition into forging your own path, um, figuring out and owning who you are, and then finally cultivating confidence today with some real steps that you can take. Here we go. Hope you enjoy it. So what we first wanted to talk about is the very first moment that we can remember where we felt self-conscious or a lack of uh, confidence. So for me, I first remember my very first time where I felt not confident in myself was in fifth grade. Uh, It's actually very vivid. Um, I feel like as kids, we are kind of fearless and we don't really know how to not have self-confidence until something in our lives come up. And Mm -hmm. that at that moment, that's where we kind of gain that lack of self-confidence and it just goes downhill from there. So the first time that I remember feeling self-conscious or any of that, we had a play in fifth grade and uh, we each got our own part. I had like this, it was a Christmas play. So I had, what was it? Like a sugar plum part. And you had to really get into your character. <laughs> what is that character? <laughs> sugar plum. Yes, it literally, I had like a little teepee head or candy head. And like, yeah. I had like candy as like a costume. Mm-hmm. And I like, I took the script home and I poured my heart into it and I practiced it in front of my mom. And then I got to school and we did our like rough draft play out, whatever you call it. <laughs> like, what is it a called? run through. A run through, a run through. And I got up there and I talked my heart out without the script and I put the voice in it. Like I went like really high pitched with it and I thought that I freaking crushed it. And then we get back to the room. We do our actual play that night. And then the next day we were giving awards and actually won an award for doing that. And then I remember all the girls in the class laughed at me. They they laughed at you. Yes. Because you were so into it. Because I was so... Because they... I, I felt them laughing in the audience. Yeah. But I didn't really know for sure. But then when I got the award, oh. they made fun of me. And that was the first moment that you can remember where you're like, wait a minute. I'm not as good as I thought I was. Yeah. That right? was it. Right. And the only person that did believe me was Andrew Gordon. He was like, Taylor shout deserves an award. So Andrew Gordon, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. A great but, man. A great man <laughs> asked me out that year, too. <laughs> so I said I had a boyfriend. But, um, yeah, so that was that kind of first moment where I felt super, like, I started to doubt myself. And that year was actually a really hard year for me. And from then on, I really lost confidence in myself. Of course, when you're that age, I feel like that's just how it goes. Yeah, I think literally everyone, especially, I think, women, have a story like that where Mm -hmm. they can remember 
the the first time that someone said something negative negative to them and they can remember that phrase to this day Mm -hmm. yeah totally do you have anything that you can remember yeah when you asked me and i was thinking about it it's not as young like i remember like being made fun of when i was younger like second Mm -hmm. grade when we moved schools and I would be like wearing an outfit that was like perfectly matching that my mom got me and like children's place yes me too I got made fun of for that got made fun of Mm -hmm. but that's not that was kind of you know but it was just like the boys were just like silly I think at that age but for for me like the first time going into my adolescence was seventh grade I was at some like bonfire party in the summer was wearing jean shorts for the first time I got got the confidence mm-hmm. was wearing jean shorts to go to this bonfire thing and and this guy's like what is that on your legs like what is that and I had like I was like developing you know I'm in seventh grade I'm like 12 right and like developing really early and my thighs and my hips are just getting huge and like everything else and I had these like deep red stretch marks on my thighs mm-hmm. and cellulite on my inner thighs and he's like what is that and like brings everyone over and they're like what is going like what is wrong with you like I always always remember that moment wow that's crazy and that has to do with body image too so that's a big yeah that's a big deal and I feel like guys are so unaware of that as younger boys yeah obviously they start to learn as they grow older but they don't know they don't know they They don't don't know know that that will literally stick with you for the rest of your life that's probably more of a common story yeah than totally. anything and it's probably the story that it sparks so many people whether it's like an eating disorder or mm-hmm. body dysmorphia whatever it is it's like when someone external says something to you and then you say it to yourself every single you're like, day oh wait yeah that isn't perfect or i, I do hate I that lovely. about myself yeah and you know why i think people like especially young boys speak that way to young girls is because what the only thing that they've ever seen in the media is perfection right it's airbrushed it's tons of plastic surgery Mm -hmm. and it's you know movie stars and cover models that's why i think like nowadays it's so good i feel like social media is going in such a real and raw way Mm -hmm. that there's so many great influences out there but also the opposite like it's it could be even more worse now than it was back then because you're just pushed with a highlight reel Mm -hmm. all the time constantly that's why i think it's important to control what you're taking in so like the people that you follow that make you feel bad versus the people you follow that make you feel good about yourself you have to pay attention to that and I think that as we like grow as a society to be using social media more and more and also younger and younger we have to educate people on that fact like hey you need to be conscious of who you're following and what kind of impact they make on you right exactly because it's all like what you see on a daily basis even though you don't think that they're influencing you they really are like everyone Mm -hmm. around you plus everything you see online dictates what you do like even just in a subconscious level yeah totally so I feel like yeah I feel like that was really my first moment and from then on you know people no matter how many compliments you get, you know, those those little things that just dig into you, they just mm-hmm. stick with you like a thorn. Mm-hmm. And you just, you can't get rid of it. Totally, because at that age, all you care about is acceptance from your friends yeah. and the people around you. Like, that is your number one priority. Yes, and your self-worth comes from all the people around you, whether mm-hmm. it's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or your best friends. Right. What they think of you trumps everything. I think even... 
a lot of teens would agree that you almost even forget about your family because you're so focused on just those your peers right right? the people you're with every day like mom and dad don't matter like they don't know what's going on it's not till you get older that you realize like your family is like your core you know if, if you're fortunate enough to have a family that's close together exactly your family is your core and they're like they're the most consistent thing Mm -hmm. that you'll have Mm -hmm. you know no matter what happens especially your parents your parents would die for you you know what I mean in most cases if you're if you're lucky your parents like you are their world so it's just like it's kind of sad how you drift away when you're young but Mm -hmm. it is cool when you come back as you get older and more mature and you realize how much that they sacrificed for you right loved you right right But I think, like, that shift uh, from gaining self-confidence and, like, realizing your self-worth without caring about what others think of you, not even your friends or your peers, comes with experience, comes with Mm -hmm. time, comes with age. Uh, So I feel like that comes at a different time for everyone. Like, I think that moving around and losing friends and gaining friends and losing friends, and that really helped us realize our own self-worth before putting it into everyone else's opinions of us but mm-hmm. if you haven't really gone through a ton of different life experiences like how are you supposed to care about what you only think about yourself and like not what everyone else approves of you yeah so for for me it didn't self-confidence and like self-approvance I guess approval. you can say yeah. approval <laughs> Uh, didn't come for me until like after college until I started my career and realized my self-worth yeah when you can kind of like forge your own path and be like I don't have to be doing what anyone else is doing Mm -hmm. I don't have to look like anyone else you know I think what's really cool is like I think as a society and like our younger generation is kind of starting this dialogue that's like everybody is so different how can we have one ideal image of Mm -hmm beauty or success or whatever it may be like I think us as a society are kind of growing in that way like we're talking about it yeah all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you know I feel like that's that's been so taboo before right like if like everyone thinks that this is the worst generation and it's the worst time but honestly it's also the best time because of all of these advantages that we Mm -hmm. now have like we have access to everyone and like you don't feel alone in a situation so that helps you gain Mm self-confidence and I don't know yeah I think it's a great time also a terrible time but I think just looking at the positives of this generation too yeah I think there's a lot of good that comes from connecting with people people that are different than you I think it brings a lot of respect I think like as we talk about you know those times where we felt like people were tearing us down and we've talked about in previous podcasts is like while your triumphs are really important in your life I think that your struggles truly make you who you are Mm -hmm. like they define you in the best way as long as you as you take the time to like heal and grow from it Mm -hmm. they can define you in a negative way but if you choose to use it as a tool to grow they can define you in such a strong way and it allows you to be more empathetic to people who are like you who aren't like you who are going through similar situations right and empathy is so important because that's how we connect with one another when you're able to put yourself in someone else's shoes can you remember like when you started to gain self-confidence do you remember that moment or that experience yeah I um definitely always always my entire life 
felt like an outsider. Like I've always felt like I not only didn't fit into, you know, the people, my peers, but also just like wasn't at home in my body and in my mind. Like I was like, I have no idea where I'm going with my life. I don't really know who I am. Like during my adolescent years, I was just like a chameleon, you know, whoever I was around, I just tried to fit in. I think a lot of people are that way. So I just never had really formed my own identity. And I always go back to that as like, that is really the first step. And that was the first step for me was really to just take a step back and question like, who am I at my core? Like who, who really am I without anyone else, without a boyfriend, without a best friend by my side? Like who am I when I'm all alone? And so that's really, that was the first step. I can't say that I was confident at that time because that that wouldn't be true I had just gotten out of a really terrible abusive relationship and that was kind of the rock bottom for me that was like I am empty and like nobody like Mm -hmm. I'm a shell of a person right now you know and this wasn't that long ago I mean this was like two years ago yeah I mean like a year and a half two years ago and It was like from that point forward where, first of all, I said, I need to take a step away from defining my self-worth in my partner. Because when I moved around, I went to, you know, five high schools and moved around a lot. So when I moved around, it was really hard for me to make friends. So I would either find one best friend or one boyfriend and just like only need that person. And so I grew up from my early teens, like being defined by my partner. So I really, for the first time in my life, since I was like 12, I said, you know what, I need to detach myself from dating and from from looking for myself and other people and like really just look at myself only, Mm -hmm. like figure out who I am, who I want, and also like who I want to be. Mm -hmm. I literally just decided one day, like, yes, you, you are, you know, you have your core values and you have your core personality, but you can decide like who you want to be and who you, how you want to impact the world and like touch the people around you you know so I just like made that decision to change who I thought I was into who I wanted to be and even though I knew I wasn't that woman yet I was taking steps to get there and so slowly over time I just like like I said I started with forming my own identity outside of anyone else even you know my family my friends my boyfriend just forming my own identity once I was able to do that I was really able to just step into who I was like no I'm never gonna look like you know this perfect fitness model body style that's not first of all my genetics but also just like not who I am as a person I can't I can't even imagine being that way now, but you know, before there was so much pressure to look a certain way, like what the ideal of beauty was. So then I was able to just step into, you know, who I am and like own that. Like I'm a, I'm a curvy, voluptuous queen. Like, (laughs) yes, you are a full queen. Yeah. Like as soon as I was able to just like let go of that standard and then like slowly I just started really seeing like those societal norms as just like bullshit like I don't care about them you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and there's so many just like pressed on us from when we're little girls like that we need to be a certain way Mm -hmm. and I've just really like as time goes on I just see them all for what they are and it's just like it means nothing it means nothing it's all outward appearance yes this soft-spoken princess yes type 
girl yeah like smart but not too smart Mm -hmm. nice but not too flirty like there's so many like this balance of like what a woman should be and what Mm -hmm. a woman should look like and like once you finally are able to like it's almost like mind control like when you can break out of that you're like I can be whoever I want to be right and I can look however I want to look Mm -hmm. you know yeah and that comes with like not worrying so much about what other people think of you and just caring about what you think of you yeah being proud of yourself that's huge and loving yourself like I know that there's so many things today that say like hashtag love yourself but it's true like you really do have to realize your own worth before Mm -hmm. everyone else and not care about what anyone else thinks of you yeah exactly so what do you feel like really was your kind of first stride so you said after mm-hmm. college I think that you were at a point where you you didn't get into the program you wanted and you were struggling with that because you were like this was my goal my entire college career and I didn't even get in I wasn't good enough mm-hmm. to get in so like you probably were kind of at a low point as well right I mean it honestly happened like it there's different stages so it honestly happened for the first time when I when we started moving around and I lost all my friends we had to move to Arizona and Indiana and I had to really uh when you lose everyone in your life and you lose everything in your life like your house your cars your everything that you have you really have to evaluate like yourself and it makes you realize that no one like none of that mattered because you're still the same person as you were before all of that happened. You just have none of those things around you. So it really helps you put everything into reality. So when we lost everything and had to move, I feel like that was the first time that I realized that I can do and be anything I wanted to become. Like before mm-hmm. we moved in high school, like w- when we lived in Windsor, Colorado, I was like a party girl didn't care about school did not care about going to college just wanted to marry rich yeah <laughs> that was just it. have an easy life because that's like that's honestly the ideal that they like push on you it's like yeah. you don't have to be that smart like right. you'll just find a man that'll take care of you exactly yeah. right so that that was like my mindset before we started moving around and lost everything and then we started moving around um i i got a job I started working really hard in the gym I started eating healthy I started making new friends I started to get outside of my shell and get outside of my comfort zone so I feel like that was the first moment that I started to gain self-confidence and realize my self-worth was Mm -hmm. when I could go out and go to a brand new high school and make all new friends and that was a huge thing for me well and it's also like a key to that is like you kind of took control of the things that you could control right so Mm -hmm. like there's chaos around you you're moving or maybe I mean it could be anything you could have like a death in the family or whatever when there's chaos around you it's really good to focus on controlling the things you can control right so you know you you went to the gym you pushed yourself outside your comfort zone to make friends and like be open even when it was hard to I think that that's really important right and that does help boost your self-confidence because you're like I can do the hard things that I Mm -hmm. thought that before I could never do so that was my first kind of breakthrough and then the next one was when I graduated college and everyone has a plan and when you're living in the Midwest, everyone is just very, like, they have their set plan and yeah. they know exactly what they're going to be doing their whole lives. But Chloe and I were so different. Like, yeah. we grew up differently. We weren't from the Midwest. So mm-hmm. 
graduating college, like my, luckily my parents were like, you can figure out what you want to do. Like you can live at home for a year. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. So then from there, starting my own career, starting my social media, competing in a bikini competition, which by the way, is like the hardest thing you'll ever do mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. That really helped push my self-confidence, boost my self-confidence. And uh, when you go through hard things and you realize that you can accomplish those things, that's what really helps you make a breakthrough. Of course, there's tons of other things that can help that. But for me, that was the first step was just realizing that I can do the hard things. Yeah. And you wouldn't know that if you didn't try. Right. So like stepping outside of your comfort Mm -hmm. zone and stepping outside the box and not caring about what your peers and your family and others think of you because they're gonna think it's weird and they're not gonna support it totally like outside of that tiny little comfort zone is where the magic happens right you have to go out there yep that's how you grow yeah totally so we've talked about kind of this journey that everyone goes through especially in their adolescence is and as they grow into you know adulthood it's this wave and this roller coaster of confidence and self-love so how do you feel like today how old are you today 26 26 at 26 chloe i wanted you to say i know how old you are oh (laughs) so today at 26 how do you feel like you cultivate that confidence and you keep it at its highest levels right so i was thinking about this question and i actually wrote out a few things that currently help me and that have helped me in the past so number one going to the gym really helps me i know that everyone thinks it's just a physical thing but for me it's a mental thing like when i lift heavy or if i do a hard ass workout that i thought that before i did the workout i couldn't do it really helps boost my self-confidence and my self-worth because I'm like I can get through this and I can conquer anything like I can do the hard thing so going to the gym helps me mentally physically and spiritually the next thing is just knowing that God made you exactly how he wanted you and he does not make mistakes so although you want to pick apart all of your flaws realize your self-worth realize all of your positives about you because that is what you should be focusing on like everyone has their negative things that they have about them like their character flaws everything but if you can see the good in people your partner your friends your peers the people you work with that's what's really going to help you gain that self-confidence the next thing like we talked about earlier was do something that scares you because if you know that when you do conquer those things that you were afraid of, you're like, hey, if I can do that, I can do this. Then you conquer the next thing and you're like, if I can do that, I can do this. So it's just a never ending cycle of becoming your best self because you're doing things that scare you and they push you outside of your comfort zone. The next thing that really helps me with self-confidence is realizing that people that love you do not care what you look like and they're focusing on your positive character traits and just the positive things about you in general. So realizing like if you mess up or, you know, always picking yourself apart, realize that the people around you love you for who you are. And the last thing for me is just to have an outlet that helps me express myself so like with fashion uh i do my weekly newsletters and i really like to talk in those pretty deeply Um, my youtube videos i like to talk in those pretty deeply so just having a way to express yourself really helps you 
um, realize the uniqueness in you. And then when someone else externally too, like you can help someone in what they're going through really helps you realize like your self-worth and like you're helping others and helps you boost your self-confidence. So Mm -hmm. people are going to judge you no matter what. So just be yourself in life. And that is honestly what will fulfill you the most. Totally. I like couldn't agree more with all those points that I kind of have like the same answer to the question. Uh It's a little different. But for me, I think because we've both struggled on, I think, like, either ends of the spectrum. So for me, it was feeling like I was always too big. And you had times where you feel like you could just never get small enough. Mm -hmm. And even when you were at your tiniest, you just would look in the mirror and feel like, I need more. You know, I need to be smaller. So even though our struggles are very different, they kind of... Um, come back to the same roots and that's why I think we've kind of both learned the same things and I think it's true for everyone so firstly I want everyone to know if you are struggling that you're not alone there's probably someone else not just in the world but next to you that's struggling with the same thing Um, everyone has stretch marks everyone has cellulite everyone has things about them that that they don't like and you just have to know that like you're not the only person it's like everyone around you is so worried about themselves that they're not looking at you and your flaws Mm -hmm. um another thing is that you are so much more than the way that you look so focus on what's on the inside and from that you will radiate if you focus on taking care of yourself i read a quote that said something like it's hard not to love something that you're taking such good care of you know referring to your body so it's like if you do just move and you eat well and you hydrate and you do those things do it for your health but just know that a benefit of that is that you're just going to glow and outside of that the most beautiful people are both healthy and they're both secure they know who they are so a huge thing to me is just knowing yourself and and forming your own identity separate from anyone else and knowing who you are that leads to confidence because you know i know who i am i know who i want to be and what my intentions are i think as long as you're kind and you have good intentions to put out into the world you shouldn't worry about anyone else's opinion you know Mm. the only opinion that matters is your own so you're, you're going to be talking to yourself more than anyone else. So you have to make sure that that voice is saying positive things and you're building yourself up because you could be your own worst enemy mm-hmm. if you don't. And yeah, those are kind of like my biggest tips. Um, I think that we've both come a long way. For me, it's been quite the journey, a struggle, but then rapid growth in a short amount of time. Totally. I really dug myself out of a really dark place and those are the things that I've learned from it I wish I could go back to my younger self and tell her these things Mm -hmm. so that's why I think we really really feel passionate about sharing this with the world is because someone needs to hear it and it's not even just the teens it's people everywhere need to hear these things yeah and I feel like people go through things to help others that are going through them and help them not feel like they're alone so hopefully at least something in this podcast will help you and help you feel like you're not alone and just help you realize your own self-worth yeah everyone out there 
you're beautiful in your own right and you're also you're you have so much power and potential just locked inside you right. you have to unlock it and not be afraid to you can't be afraid to and so like the the steps in doing that are really just going to be knowing yourself understanding yourself and letting go of what everyone else thinks of you like right those like, are the biggest things you can do we were just that's how we started this whole podcast was yeah. being fearless as a child and becoming fearful of who we are because of external people yeah it's it's crazy but i really think that it happens to everyone like yes absolutely everyone everyone it's you don't you don't have this negative self-image until someone puts it in your head yep and you can never get rid of it mm-hmm. until you reach a point where you're so secure that you can say that doesn't matter mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what someone else thinks of me like i care what i think of myself right. and then my immediate circle and outside of that i'm i'm i have good intentions i'd be i'm kind to everyone that i meet and you know other than that you just you can't care right because it will drain you it's mostly always a self-deflection too yeah you know like it's someone that feels insecure about themselves that they have to bring others down right right totally so yeah yeah i think that's like really our biggest things and this is a super important topic to us. I know we could talk probably all day about yes, it, but definitely. we definitely did want to condense it and just bring out the top things for both of us. And they align almost perfectly. Yeah. Just Which makes me words. believe, because Chloe and I didn't converse before this really. Yeah. So it makes me believe that there's so many other women or, or just people in general that relate to this. So totally. it's really cool too be able to talk about it and like we all have our own paths and our own stories our own struggles but we all can reach that same conclusion which is just you know being proud of yourself Mm -hmm. that's huge like being proud of yourself is like I, I say this all the time but it's like a superpower like once you find that like being truly proud of yourself and who you are as a person you can really accomplish anything yes. because you're not afraid to and you're not afraid what people are going to think about you yeah you can just go for it right because you're secure and outside of that as an added benefit like i said i think the most beautiful people in the world are the people who are secure and ha- like that's what makes you happy is yes. just like feeling content with yourself and yeah you can't yeah. find happiness like, anywhere else. Right. You exactly. have to, like, find it within. Within. Mm-hmm. And create it. Like, and it doesn't come from thinking, I want to be happy, I want to be happy. It comes from thinking, I want to know myself and love myself. Right. That's where happiness comes from. Absolutely. Well, that was a great podcast with my sis. So fun. Chloe. Blood-related, by the way. So <laughs> whoever thinks that we're not, we because are. we look different. So different. We are blood-related. Same mom and dad. So anyways, I hope that that, again, helped someone out there. Um, This was an awesome topic to talk about. And if you guys do relate, please just let us know on social media, email us, or even just rate us down below on iTunes. Uh, We would just really appreciate it. And yeah, thank you guys so much. This is really... Sorry. (laughs) This is really where we found our passion is just helping individuals you know step into their power and their light and feel confident about themselves that's why we started our business and i think why we have found success with it is that people resonate with that and people need that they're hungry for it you know so that's really our mission and so if this helps someone out there that just literally warms our heart so i like i wish i had 
people talking to me like this when I was younger, yes, you know, or just totally. like anyone like this in my life. So, yeah. Anyways. Hopefully we are here for the people who need it most yes. right at this moment. Absolutely. Um, so to end this podcast, we plan on coming out with a podcast every Wednesday mm-hmm. at 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Of course, when we're launching a new collection for Balance Athletica, things are a bit crazy, but we hope to get back on track and make Wednesdays a normal thing. So mm-hmm. uh, be sure to rate, comment below, subscribe. And just know we love you guys and we just appreciate all your support. Thank you so much. And thank you for just letting us have this platform to speak to you freely and just speak on whatever is on our hearts that day. It's it's really an amazing way for us to come together as well. So totally. I had a lot of fun. Totally. Sister. <laughs> okay. Well, we will see you guys next week. We love you. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.